You're now tuned into the Morning Star Show with Super Size 75. Hey, don't shoot the messenger. Get into some nigga shit. <laughs> You're now tuned into the Morning Star Show with Super Size 75. As y'all come in, do me a favor, hit the like button. Huggy, what's happening? Huggy's like mods for it. Like you're like a you're you're like an A-list mod. Uh, you're an A-list mod, Huggy, because you be over there. <laughs> I see you everywhere, bro. I see you everywhere. Ryan, what's happening? Ben Johnson, what's happening? Um. Huh? Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Do me a favor. Hit the like button on the way in real quick as, as the room fills up. Um, everywhere like broken glass. That's funny. I like that. We have a lot to unpack tonight. So as you guys uh, find your seats, um, Morning Star Show featuring Superslot 75 on the www.onthewakeofradio.com 24-7-365 my producer Cindy Ashby uh, replays can always be found on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Anchor as well I'm, I'm yeah, I'm on Anchor as well I, I've, I keep forgetting to mention Anchor alright, alright we have a lot to unpack I have a lot to say tonight about a lot of things. Yo, King's Disease 2 is dope. I mean, people are throwing around classic. Yo, I don't the word classic has been watered down a whole lot. Now, you know what some words that have been watered down? The word classic, I think, gets thrown around too much. The word agent. We're going to get into why agent is being watered down and thrown around too much as well. Those two words get definitely thrown around way too much with our, with our peoples, okay? It's like black folk learn a new word every year, and they just run that shit into the ground. Narcissist is another word that gets mis, misapplied, and I don't think people understand what the meaning of it. We're going to cover these, these words tonight, narcissist and agent. Uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. So as it as it fills in, let me um I have my list of things I want to talk about tonight. Okay. I swear, man, psh, motherfuckers don't even let's let's just do that. Let's just look up the word narcissist. Shall we? Narciss. That shit is just. It gets used to, to the nth degree. Okay. 
So let's do this while everybody's coming in. Let's look up what a narcissist truly, truly is. AK, okay. All right, so there are nine traits of a narcissist. There are definition, definitions, translations. Okay, so let's do this. Um, oh, okay. Narcissistic personality disorder is one of several types of personality disorders. It's a mental condition in which people have an inflated self of their own importance. A deep need for excessive attention and admiration, troubled relationships, and a lack of empathy for others. But behind this mask of extreme confidence lies a fragile self-esteem that's vulnerable to the slightest criticism. Okay? A narcissistic personality disorder causes problems in many areas of life, such as relationships, work, school, or financial affairs. People with narcissistic personality disorders may be generally unhappy and disappointed when they're not given the special favors or admiration they believe they deserve. They may find their relationships unfulfilling and others may not enjoy being around them. You know what? I could be petty, but this sounds like a woman. Forgive me, y'all, but this sounds like a woman. But let's go through the nine traits of a narcissist. The nine traits of a narcissist are grandiosity 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 uh, exaggerated self sense of self-importance feeling superior to others and that one deserves special treatment feelings are often accompanied by fantasies of unlimited success brilliance power beauty or love that's a woman y'all this is women's shit excessive need for admiration must be the center of attention Often monopolized conversations patients feel slighted mistreated depleted and enraged when ignored this is a woman. Let's continue. Number three, superficial and exploitive relationships. Relationships are based on surface attributes and not the unique ability, quali uh, unique qualities of others. People are only valued only to the extent they are viewed as beneficial. Men, fathers, sounds like a woman. Lack of empathy. Severely limited or totally lacking ability to care about the emotional needs of experiences of others, even loved ones. Okay, that could be both. Identity disturbance. Sense of self is highly superficial, extremely rigid, and often fragile. Self-stability depends on maintaining the view that one is exceptional. Grandiose sense of self is easily threatened. Patients retreat from or deny realities that challenge grandiosity. Number six, difficulty with attachment and dependency. Sound like a woman relies on feedback from the environment and relationships only exist to short positive self-image interactions are superficial intimacy is avoided number seven chronic feelings of emptiness and boredom right they don't like routines women don't like routines women women buck against routines when attention and praise are not available patients feel empty bored depressed or restless the attention, um, social media attention currency, right? Number eight, vulnerability to life transitions, difficulty maintaining reality-based personal and professional goals over time. Compromises required by school, jobs, and relationships may feel unbearable. Young adults may have a failure to launch. Number nine, narcissistic personality disorder is also a significant risk 
factor for suicide and suicidal attempts. Yeah, I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there. That sounds, uh, the majority of those those issues sound like women. But what do I know? I'm just a guy with an opinion. All right. Uh, so we dealt with narcissists. Uh, we'll come back to agent later. Oh, look, everybody. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Mr. K2B2, what's happening? Carrie, hey. Zakiba, hey. Bun, hey, hey. Necessary, what's happening? Uh, let's see what else. Roscoe. Roscoe. <laughs> Zakiba, Roscoe, what's up with these dudes, man? <laughs> Wait, me and Roscoe be in these chats, man. Listen, we be, <laughs> we be in these chats with these dudes. These dudes are done. These dudes are done. Roscoe, you need to start a channel, bro, because these niggas are done done um has anyone watched i'm gonna curse my wife out in a minute but uh american horror story um the short story season see number episode number five bal has anyone seen that episode yet has anyone seen episode five of the short story season of american horror story it is episode five Okay, let me get into it real quick. A brief overview. There's a, a couple trying to have a baby. It's a keep man, that shit's crazy, right? Crazy episode. So the couple's trying to have a baby, more, more so the woman. The woman is hell-bent on having a child. They've gone through five IVFs, all failed, right? The woman is the, has the money. The husband is, an, uh, is a struggling actor. So she, he lucked up. Okay, and so as she's leaving the fertility clinic because she doesn't want to do adoption, none of that. She wants a baby inside her gut. The the secretary hands her a little statue. Okay, she calls it Bow. She says it's Bow. It's a fertility god. Knowing damn well ain't no Bow, no damn fertility god. Okay, okay. And when she gives, when she gives her the the statue. There's no real shape to it. It looks like the shape of pan, right? You can see the two legs and the hooves on the, on the bottom, but the top is like kind of human-esque, but it really has no real shape to it, okay? Now, also, I've also explained this to people that like to throw around the word bow. Bow also means owner or lord, okay? So it's too easy for a lot of these religious zealots to throw around the word bow as a bad thing. Bow also means to be the owner or the lord of something or someone. Okay, so don't let the, the religious zealots use the hocus pocus, the demon shit with the with the word bow. Okay. Is there a demon named bow? Sure, but that's not the that's not the entire context of bow. All right. Gracias, because I need the money. Gracias. Shut your ass up. <laughs> All right. So then she places the statue underneath her bed. Her, her and her husband have sex. She conceives a child. Fast forward a year down the road, the baby gives this woman all types of hell. The baby is extremely fussy, extremely irritable, just not a pleasant child to, to, to have and to hold. They have a Mexican nanny. She's a Mexican nanny. All right. And then... um. I'm going to wrap this up. This shit is crazy. It's a crazy story. So then she, she's seen images of a, of a demon 
figure in the baby's room. Her husband thinks she's going crazy. Everybody thinks she's going crazy. She swears there's a demon. She's hearing noises, right? She plays the soundtrack for her husband. It says, it want, it, it says I, I want him or he is mine, okay? So she swears the bow, the demon bow has come to claim her firstborn child. She's in a psych ward. Nope. Yeah, she's in a psych ward. She said, I'm not coming home until everything, until, until the doctor says I, I can go home, right? So then before she goes into the psych ward, she finds the secretary that gave her the statue. Now, in, in between the time, there's another statue of an actual demon, right, found in the baby's room. The, the wife is like, oh, my God, who put this in my son's room? She goes to ask, ask the Mexican nanny. The Mexican nanny has a hissy fit, and she's, like, throwing a cross. She's like, I can't work here. I can't work here. Do you know what that is? I can't work here. So she leaves. Okay. Subsequently, she goes into the psych ward. Um, but, but before she goes to the psych ward, uh, the, the, the secretary that gave her the statue to begin with, she, she questions the lady. She says, did you give me this? Why did you give me this? So she gives her some books, a banishment spell, a banishment spell, right? Because she acts like she's into the occult, blah, 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 blah. So the, the wife does the banishment spell for the, for Bao. It doesn't work. She ends up in a psych ward. She, she ends up stabbing her husband with a knife. She is in a psych ward. The husband and his friends, right? At one point, they had a dinner party. They tried to use a Ouija board, and they were playing around, whatever the case may be. The, the husband and his, his cast and crew production buddies, it was a trick. It was a trick to get, uh, to get her committed so the husband can get all of the wealth, all of the money that the wife even though he's married to her, but he wanted the he wanted the sole possession of the money, so they're all celebrating and shit. So then, what ends up happening is, Bal actually shows up, kills all the friends, the husband gets blamed for the murders. So then later, the wife comes back. She's you know gleaming, glossing, shining, and stunting, right? She she visits the husband in in, in jail. He's like, look, I didn't do it. It's, and she, and I told the cops everything. She was like, "Why would you do that? Why did you? It was, it, it was our money. Whatever I have was yours." He got greedy. Okay, she didn't care about the money. Okay, so then he's like, "Yo, it's real. The the demon is real. The demon is real. Whatever." They take him off back into back into the jail. The wife goes home. So then what the wife ends up ends up explaining, she does another banishment spell while in the psych ward. She stole a piece of the paper and, and did the spell. It wasn't a banishment spell. It was a containment spell. It was a containment spell. So the girl that gave her the original banishment spell didn't know what the fuck she was doing. Gave her a containment spell. She summons Bao. Bao's like, will you release me now? I've done your bidding. She's like, I need you to do one more thing for me. I need you to give me a baby. And as the cut scene, Bao basically is on top of her into the bedroom. And she's going to conceive Bao's demon seed fucked up episode. Fucked up episode. Yee. (laughs) Except Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that was a crazy episode. Yeah, the first child was a boy. His name was Aaron, I believe. But it was all a ruse. So 
the wife ended up getting revenge and she ended up sleeping with the demon and conceiving with the we we assume she conceived a second child with the demon yikes okay second part of my rant i need to curse my wife out we went to go see the green knight y'all we went to go see the green knight the green knight based on based on a 14th century poem what was it what was it what was it called Sir, Sir Go, Sir, Sir Gerwin, Sir, Sir, yeah. So it's a 14th century poem, which at one point, no one knows who made it. It got turned into a book, and then these fools try to make a movie out of this shit. Listen, um, which one? Which one of you? Which one of you clowns suggested we go see the Green Knight? You owe us. Ryan, you owe us some money, bro. How much we spend on tickets for that movie? $27. Brother, you owe us $27. Where the fuck you at? Ryan, where your ass at? Ryan owes us $27 because he recommended we go see The Green Knight. And I bet you he, I bet you damn well he ain't. Ryan, did you like The Green Knight, sir? Oh, my God. I, you know what, bro? We need to talk behind the scenes. I, I question your movie, your 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 picks, your movie picks. Listen, y'all, the Green Knight. Let me give you a rough synopsis. I will say this, um, Sarita Chowdhury. If for those who remember Sarita Chowdhury, she was the Indian chick in Denzel's movie Mississippi Masala. Way back in the day, she's in this movie. This woman has held her age very well. She still looks decent for an older Indian woman. Okay. I mean. Mm-hmm. I forget. Um. All right. So now, if you got to understand your, your Arthurian legends. Now, if you understand, if you know your, your King Arthur shit, King Arthur's sister is Morgan Le Fay. Okay? If you're, if you're a fan of Marvel Comics, you know Mo- Morgan Le Fay is a powerful enchantress witch, whatever the fuck you want to call her, okay? She is King Arthur's sister. Okay? This is why in this movie, if you've seen the trailers, they're Arab looking. Okay? Morgan Le Fay, because um, people are like, oh, this is this can't be King Arthur's son, right? So King Arthur is the boy's nephew. What's the boy's what's the dude's name? Uh, Sir Go Sir Sir Gawain. Sir Gawain. Okay. Sir Gawain is King Arthur's nephew. His sister is Morgan Le Fay, supremely powerful priestess, witch, whatever the fuck you want to call her. Like her name rings bells throughout um occultic lore, okay. Um, his mother and three other witches summon the green knight. They summon this nigga said, I like their take on the green knight. <laughs> but when I get done breaking this shit down, no one, you're going to be the only one saying that shit, bro. I promise you that. Yeah. Yeah. De- yeah. Yeah. Dev Patel from Slumdog Millionaire. Yes. Dev Patel. All right. So the mother Summons the Green Knight. While she's summoning the Green Knight, 
King Arthur says, hey, man, you know, you you my family. I'm sorry. I, I didn't get to know you. Come sit next to me. Now, mind you, they're, they're having a feast. You got the Knights of the Round Table, all these battle-hardened, tr- tried and two true tested knights. You know what I'm saying? These guys are these are like the Navy SEALs, okay? These guys are like um, Delta Force, okay? So King Arthur's like, yo, man, you know, come sit with me. Tell me a story about yourself. Guinevere's like, you know, we haven't heard your tales of uh, great tales of you yet, 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 right? So they're very hospitable towards towards the nephew, blah, blah, blah. Green Knight shows up. Green Knight offers a game, right? Um, a game of who can strike, who can take whose blows, whatever. Green Knight gives uh, Arthur the, the, the note. Guinevere says, nope, let me read this because I know what, t- what type of bullshit it is. So he's speaking through Guinevere and it's a challenge. So the challenge is um, your finest knight can land his blow to the green knight. And then in one year, he's got to go see the green knight. And so he can return the blow. All right. So then after the challenge has been issued, Gawain says, I'll, I'll do it. Now, now Gawain, Gawain, he's not a real knight. He's not a knight. He's never been through the shit. He's not a knight at all. Like he's a Padawan. He's not a Jedi. He's a Padawan. He's like an Anakin. Okay. So he, ch- he accepts the challenge. Green Knight lays down his axe, offers his head. You know, Gawain was like, man, what are you doing, man? You know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So he cuts off the Green Knight's head. Green Knight gets up, takes his head and says, okay, hence one year. Hence one year. In one year, Gawain's got to go travel six, six days north to the Green Chapel. So to do this all over again, and then it'll be the Green Knight's turn to, to land the blow. He grabs his head and rides off like it, like like the like the headless horseman. Okay, and um, now mind you, Gawain is a he's a bum. Okay, he ain't about shit. His mama know he ain't shit. Living off, yeah, yeah. He he has a he has his 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 girlfriend is a whore, right? She's a hook. She's a lady of the one of them ladies of the, of the brothel, right? There's one scene. Before he leaves, because she's really in love with him, she's like, you know, I would like for you to be, I would like to be your lady. You know, I would like you take my hand and I'd be your lady. Can I, can I be your lady? And he never, he never says anything. Cause he's like, bitch, you a, yeah, he gave her the money, right? He's like, bitch, you, at the end of the day, you're a whore. I can't take you. I can't take, cause he's next in line to, to inherit the kingdom, right? He's like, bitch, I can't. You're a whore. I can't bring you into the fold like this. You know what I mean? So he, he's a drunkard. He he is not. He's not a productive person. He ain't no night training. None of this shit. Like he just fucks on these whores. He drinks and he comes in all times of the night. He's a he's bum. He's a bum. He goes, takes a trip. He starts his trip. He gets robbed by some fucking scavengers. Loses. He pretty much the axe, the horses get stolen. He then he goes to um, where does he go after that? Oh, he goes to he meets uh, Guinevere, not Guinevere, but Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn. He meets the dead spirit of Gwendolyn. 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 He sleep. He finds her 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 cabin. He sleeps, and then her spirit wakes him up. It's like, what are you doing in my in, in my bed? He's like, oh, I, I didn't know, lady. I didn't know. I'm sorry. Sorry. And he tries to touch. He's like, don't touch me. Don't touch me. 
Okay, this whole moralistic thing, this whole moral thing about being a knight, you have to be a knight at all times. Uh, honor, code, morality of the highest order to be a knight, especially knight of the round table under King Arthur, okay? So she's like, yo, my head's down there in, in the spring. I need you to go get my head. And he's like, I'm looking right at you. Your head, your head's on your head. Your head's on your neck. He's, she's like, no, my head's down there. I need you to get my head. He dives into the spring, finds the skull. Places the skull back on, on the dead woman's with the rest of the bones and shit. And as she's like, oh, I know who you're looking for. You're looking for the green knight. And as a, as a thank you, here's your fucking axe that you lost, that you got stolen two nights prior. So here's the green axe. So then he takes the green axe. He goes, he meets the fox. Okay, now you know fox are mythical, mythical mystical creatures. Foxes uh, mean um, they're highly intelligent, very clever, also deceitful, and tricksters. Okay. Foxes can be good or, or, or bad depending on what they feel like being for you. Okay. So the fox is his guide. Um, they traveling, they traveling, they eat some mushrooms. I think he was hallucinating when he saw the giants. What, what do you say? Because when I, when the fox hollered him and shit, because I think he was high too. He asked, but he asked the giant, yo, give me a ride on your shoulder to help. They didn't help him. Okay, if listen, go. I say drop some acid, then go see the Green Knight. Then it it will probably make sense to you. Then okay. Um, they come across who 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 Joel Edgerton Edgerton. What was his character name? They come across some guy, some lord, and his and his wife. The wife looks. That was not the Green Knight. In the poem, he's the Green Knight. This ain't the poem. He comes across a lord and a lady. That lady looks just like his old hooker friend from back in, in King Arthur land, okay? So he's like, hey, man, whatever is mine is yours. Oh, you're looking for the green chapel? I know it's not too far from me. It's like a night's, it's a night's drive or ride or whatever, okay? You know, I just want to be cool with you, cool with me, whatever. Whatever's mine is yours. First, that's the first mistake. Whatever mine is yours. And the woman's looking at him like, mm-hmm, we going to see. Okay, it's a setup. She's a witch in her own regards. You know what I think? I think the blind lady was his mama. Watching as he goes on the yes. I mean, she did. Yeah. Did they, did the other one see? Because the only reason I say that is, no, the only reason I say that is because the girl looked like, just like the whore back at, in Arthur land. Yeah, I told you that. Okay. So I'm thinking it was the mother like okay, seeing as if this boy, because she she okay. So in the beginning, y'all have to watch. If you watch this, she gives him a look like this nigga ain't my son is a piece of shit. When he accepted was it when he accepted the challenge, she was just looking like it was like a smile, but it's like then it turned into something like this nigga ain't shit. Like I I believe she summoned the Green Knight because she knew of his path that he was going to be on. She had to get rid of him. This was the easiest way for her to do that without getting her hands bloody. She knew he wasn't about to, he wasn't gonna do it. But going on that, a was, quest, that was that was plausible deniability. This was her this was her way of plausible not deniability. Like I wanna I wanna take this little nigga out because he ain't about shit. But I can't do it. I can't get Okay. Remember the conversation between when the king showed up, Arthur showed up, and him and his mama were, were chilling, and he come in stumbling and bumbling drunk and shit, and she's just like, this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so the Lord is like, yo, man, whatever's mine is mine. I'm going to go out hunting. Hunt. 
You just give me what you've earned or what you what you've received. This is a setup. He said, just give me back what you he said, everything I have is yours. In return, you give me back what you've received. Okay. He likes to go fox hunting. So there's a painting of him on a on a hunt, hunting a fox. Okay, because you know fox hunting is a real big deal. Okay. So then the 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 the, the, the mistress, the wife is, is slowly seducing this dude with books. And paintings, imagery paintings of him and shit. So the, the, the crux of it, the, grand, the, the blind grandmother, the blind mother, whatever the fuck, who I think was his mother, Morgan Le Fay, in disguise. But this, that's, here, that's neither here nor there. She, in the beginning, before his journey, everybody was casting all types of positive vibes and energy to this dude this dude had specially made chain mail special shield he had king arthur's sword on top of the green axes uh, the green knight's axe and then his mother and the witches made him a green belt with uh what did they put inside of that shit it was um it was an enchanted it was an enchanted belt for protection with his name in it if he never took it off the mother said don't ever take it off no harm will come to you don't ever take this shit off okay as soon as you meet the, the little the little homeless boy, they take the fucking shit. So he's already failed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For like the first half hour into his journey. Anywho, so then the, the 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 mistress comes into his bedroom. She's like, you know, why didn't you come to my chambers last night? He's like, Whoa. she said, what you wanted to, didn't you? He's like, yeah. Well, here and she gives him the same enchanted green garter belt which that's why i'm telling you that's his it was his mama in disguise the whole time because she said exactly what she said to him prior like you take this don't ever take it off no harm will come to you said it word for word so this is some bullshit so before she gives it to him she she make she match she jacks him off she masturbates him right and then she wipes the semen on him and and the and the belt she says you're no knight That was the second clue. The first clue was when the dead spirit said, don't touch me. You're a knight. Don't touch me. Because he, he's on the night garb. He, he, he looks the part. He looks the part. Right? So she, yeah, to put the semen back on him. See, you're no knight. So he takes the belt. He runs off. He meets the Lord. He's like, man, where are you going? He said, man, I got to go. I got to go. I got an appointment to keep. And he, you know, the Lord was like, okay. So I killed it. I did all this for you. And what do you have to get to me? He had nothing to get. So he gives him a kiss. He takes a kiss from him. He was being right, right. He didn't, he didn't give what, what he received, which should have been the, the garter belt, right? Okay, so this girl, girl, Gerwin, Gerwin is a heavily flawed individual. You more, no, shut the fuck up. You like how I did that, though? You like how I did that, huh? He moralistic, he has, he's moralistic, just corrupt, bankrupt, okay? He's on his way to meet the Green Knight. He goes to the chapel. Green Knight's sitting there chilling because it's not, it's not Christmas time. This all takes place Christmas. So it's like Christmas, two days before Christmas. He's sitting there, bring, he drops the, the axe in front of the knight. He's just waiting for Christmas. Knight's just chilling. And the knight wakes up and says, oh, is it Christmas? Right? So the knight was like, yo, remember the blow that you gave me? And Gerwin's like, yeah, well, I, okay, now it's your turn. Now, mind you, he chopped this nigga's head off. Okay, so the game is to return the take the same blow that you gave the Green Knight. Okay, so 
he says, are you, are you ready? You know, now it's time to get the chopping. Now to get, no, let's get the hacking. Let's get the hacking. So Gawain's on all fours. And the night, every time the night goes to chop his head off, the dude's like, oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. He does this like three times. He does this shit like three times. Every time the knight goes to hack his fucking, his fucking head off. Wait, 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 wait. So the third time he actually runs, he leaves. He leaves. He bolts, finds his horse. His horse magically returns. He runs back to, what was the name of his fucking kingdom anyway? Lancelot, not, not Lancelot, but what's the name of the kingdom? What's the name of the goddamn kingdom? Arthur, King Arthur kingdom. Girl, they, what was the special name? Whatever. He goes. Oh. Yeah, you suck. He goes back to the kingdom. He goes back to the kingdom. Arthur and Guinevere, right before they die, Arthur gives him the sword. He's king now. Arthur and Guinevere die side by side. Don't even think we're going out like that. I never, I got too much life, too much to do. Girl, please. You're going to be waiting a long goddamn time. You're going to be waiting a long, like what, what King Ralph. I'm going to be like, okay. I'm going to be like, okay. I'm going to be like, okay. Yeah, because I'm waiting for you so I can get up. Get the hell with you. Anywho, he goes back to the kingdom. Guinevere, Arthur, they die. He inherits the kingdom. Him and the whore have a child, a son. He comes in. The priest, him and the priest come in. The priest comes in, expect, inspects the child. Right? Because his priest had these tattoos on his eyes. He, he looked hardcore. Hardcore priest. They take the son, kick the whore out, give her some shekels for the baby. Still had blood on the motherfucking... On the on the on the bed, she's crawling on the ground like, why, 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 why? How could you? Kicks the whore out, and then um. So then, years down the road, his son, the firstborn son, and I know before that he marries. Who did he end up marrying? Who was a white girl? He marries some some pale white looking chick. She was somebody important. They have a daughter. His firstborn son dies in in battle. Okay, he he um, the people don't like growing. He comes back from battle. They throw shit at him. Okay, and then um, who? No, no, but no, she stood there. So he looks in the crowd and you see the whore that he used to fuck with. Right. And it's years, years past, years past wars, kingdom, shit all falls. Okay. So at the very end, it's Gerwin, his wife, his daughter, his mother at his side. They all abandon him as they are breaking down the, 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 the castle walls, the doors. They're under attack. They all walk away from him. And then Gerwin's just sitting there looking. All right. And then you see his head, the blood from his neck. His head gets chopped off. Cut back to the Green Chapel. The Green Knight showed Gerwin his fate. Gerwin says, okay, I'm ready. So the Green Knight goes, goes to hack. He says, wait, 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 wait. He takes off the Green Garter belt. And then the Green Knight says, okay, good. That's a good, brave knight. Now, off with your head. End.
the end scene. That was the Green Knight. Ryan, you are no longer allowed to ever, ever suggest any fucking movies to me or the missus ever again. You are on a 30-day suspension, bro. You are suspended 30 days for even mentioning any type of movies for me to go see ever again. Now, I will say this. It's a beautiful soundtrack. I love the soundtrack so much, I had to download the fucking the, the, the damn soundtrack. It is a haunting, haunting soundtrack. Green Knight soundtrack recorded at um, a famous concert hall. Um, Hans Zimmer oversaw, was it one of the executive producers, but Daniel Hart. Daniel Hart is the main composer for the uh, Green Knight soundtrack. Beautiful soundtrack. Movie was like, ah. I could have done. I could have gone without. See, this is why. This is why we don't. That's why you on a thirty day, thirty day uh, suspension, bro. Thirty day suspension. <laughs> sure, is it Tony Morrison? <laughs> it's crazy. No, he can't recommend anymore. <laughs> no, no, sir. No, 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 no. All right, let me see. Let me get that. Let me get that out the way. All right. Uh, Green Knight. Done. American Horror Story. Done. Okay, okay. Let us talk about. I'm gonna give my little recap. Um, Locks dipset. Somebody asked me, Locks dipset. Fine. Listen. Nobody saw that bullshit coming. Okay. First things first. Nobody saw that coming from dipset. Nobody. Okay. Second thing, I told y'all I was gonna turn into some street, some some mixtape shit. I told y'all, I said if the locks had any chance of winning this thing, it's gonna turn into some mixtape shit. Okay, the the freestyle, everybody's like, oh my god, Jada with the freestyle, nigga, that shit's fifteen years old. It's from the Champions here part three. Okay, now I will say this for Jada, he is a star. He is a star. If Jada is smart. He will take this jump and go solo, but he won't because he's too loyal. Like I've always been saying about Jada, if Jada had ditched Sheik and Styles years ago and just became a solo artist, he'd be top. We'd be talking him top five dead or alive. We we put him over Biggie. Okay, all right. I I I I'm a, I love Jada. I wish Jada had gone solo. If Jada had gone solo, he'd be top five dead or alive right fucking now. But he's a loyal dude. I respect that. Okay. Now wait a minute. Now wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna get into Lupe versus Jada. Y'all bugging. I'm gonna get into I'm gonna get into that. Hold up. Once again, dips. There's it's not so much the locks wanted. It's it's more the dip set. They didn't, they weren't prepared. Right? You should have known it was gonna go. If it was gonna go street tape, you should have brought you should have brought hell rail. 40 Cal, JR Ryder. You should have brought all them street tape niggas. Okay? They didn't bring street tape niggas to battle street street tape niggas. Okay? Stop playing with me if you really think the locks have hits, hit for hit for hit with dipset. Stop. The versus has been watered down so much. It went from hit for hit. Now we're talking street tape songs. This is why I don't pay that shit no money anymore. Okay? It went from Classic for classic. Now you're bringing in street mixtape songs. You're bringing in mixtape songs. Okay. And then it was nice that Puffy said, yeah, yeah, he wrote the, my verse for Benjamin. That's great, man. That's great. But 
it was more Dipset fucked this off more more so than the locks wanted per se. You know, like I said, if you're gonna start bringing in street street tape mixtapes and shit, and you're gonna turn it into some street shit. Ah, this thing they say that's not the that was not the spirit in which it was created, right? The spirit of verses was created to go hit for hit. So listen, JR, JR writer, JR writer, Hell Rail 40 Cal Uncasa. Their street tapes alone would have washed the locks. Okay. You you needed you needed mixtape niggas to you know when that shit came when they started going to mixtapes. I was like, ah, oh, come on, man. So I, I seen it, I saw what they were gonna do. No one saw the, the dipset fucking up the way they did, okay? Period. Period point blank. Uh yeah, man, man, thank you, bro. Show what shit was painful. Shit was painful to watch. That shit was painful. All right, all right. Let me knock that note out. Hold up. Locks versus dipset. Okay. Okay. All right. There we go with that. Next, let's go with some. Um, yeah, let's go with some some nigga shit. So, uh, has any? Now listen, I'm not a hater. That stars domain terrain. That's what star does. I'm not a hater. I just like to point out certain things. Now, I, I'm not gonna dump on doggy diamonds. I'm going to dump on Kareem with this next rant, okay? Once again, I'm not going to dump on Doggy Diamonds. I'm going to dump on old man Kareem. Now, they were talking about DJ Academics and how somehow because of Takashi 69 and, and WAC 100, this is DJ Academics' fault. Stop. And then he was talking about, and then he used the word, the term agent. See, this is what I'm talking about, the term agent. So Kareem called academics an agent. Now, here's the problem with I have with the word agent. Only old niggas like Kareem use that term agent, okay? These young cats don't use the term agent, okay? Young, these young kids are not obsessed or concerned with who's an agent or who's here, who's here to infiltrate shit. That's these old, old 1970s ass niggas okay now dj academics is to me in my eyes you know i don't yeah i get it he's hate was he haitian or is he jamaican he's first gen i think he's first gen jamaican so you got that whole non non fba thing going i get it i get it but dj academics has the ears of the youth okay Kareem, someone tell that old nigga Kareem, you're not going to win attacking somebody that has the ears of the youth. DJ Academics, for if you like him, love him, or hate him, that nigga has been at the precipice, the precipice, like that word precipice, at, of, of youth culture for the last seven, eight years. Now, I will say this, he did get some people killed, allegedly, in Chicago with the Chirac shit. I, I, I'm not confirming. That's why he stopped the Chirac shit. Because. Allegedly. He got two people killed behind that dumb shit. Okay. Now. At the end of the day. That's neither here nor there. This kid has the ears. And the pulse of the youth. 
This is why these young cats don't respect old niggas like Kareem that sound like Kareem that talk like Kareem. You talk down to the youth and then you want to call this kid a fucking agent. Dumb. Okay. This is this is why I keep trying. I was telling y'all the last time I think Kareem is cap with his shit. At least half his shit is cap. I don't these old niggas, man. Listen. These old niggas are only relevant to other old niggas. Okay? These old niggas are only relevant to these other old niggas. The youth is not going to listen to Kareem. They don't give a fuck about what he has to say, what his ideas to help the youth. They, they will tell you get the fuck out of their faces. Okay? <laughs> Mitchell Butt kind of looking at Okay? The youth don't want to hear the shit. What Kareem has to say, not a goddamn thing. All right. I can't listen to that dude. Yo, I'm telling me, I'm telling you, it's like nigga, what are you saying? Like, what are you saying? Stop picking up. No, Nick, not you. No, 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 no. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No, 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 not not of your ilk. No, sir. I'm talking. <laughs> it be them old. Come on, listen, it be them old New York niggas, man. It be them old New York niggas. The, the, the past, the sunset is behind them. And they're trying to catch up. And, he, and right now, these young kids got it, man. Let these young kids rock. It's their turn. Because when it was your turn, you didn't want old niggas coming down on you. So you're not, you, you're not going to get the youth. You're, they're not going to take you serious when, you, you're, when you're attacking what they deem is their, their speaker box. Okay? DJ Academics is the speaker box for the youth. Okay? He says and exemplifies what they say, feel, think. Okay? And you attacking academics is not going to do anything but embolden the people that support him, especially these young kids. All right? Now, continuing on with the the academics part, I'm going to segue into this shit. Man. These old niggas kill me, but if I go up in there and say something, I'm, I'm, I'm the clown. I'm a hater. Right? Like I, I can't. Every time Kareem is on, I don't even watch Doggy Diamonds when we, when he bring Kareem on. That should be cap. Yeah. You had your time, old gunslinger. Take your ass up out of here before you get killed. <laughs> Fuck with these young kids. You know what I'm saying? So, um, let me segue into some more Chirac shit now. <laughs> this, O'Shea's my guy. At the end of the day. But when he, even I was like, when he did the video um, about F, F, FD, uh, FBG's uh, Duck Mama crashing the car, I said, bro, I, I said to myself, this is not good. I know some of these people. This, this is part of the problem when you're not boots to the ground, right? Like when you're not in those spaces, I mean... It, when you're in another country reporting on stories, like, listen, everybody knows Chirac business is Chirac business. You basically stay your ass up out of the shit. And when I was watching uh, FBG, uh, FBG, uh, Duck Mama, going, like, listen to his video, and I was like, oh, this is not going, this is not good. I said, this is some shit. It's, it wasn't even worth it making a video. Like, it's just some things you just leave alone. 
The Chirac shit, you leave that shit the fuck alone. You don't make videos about that shit unless you've been there, there, or from there, got permission permission to do so. So when he pulled the video down, I said that was a smart move because there's enough people in Chicago connected. You know what I'm saying? It, it wouldn't have been a good look to leave that shit. Yeah, exactly. Leave that shit the fuck alone. It ain't worth the clicks and views. You know what I'm saying? Even, even big YouTubers understand there's some things you just leave the fuck alone. It ain't worth the clicks and views because they are beyond clicks and views. Old Block, 600, um, uh, OBF, they are beyond clicks and views. Okay? So I think it was smart. I think it was very smart for him to, to, to delete that video because uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> it was yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. They killed the guy that was bringing the stories to light. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> they killed <laughs> exactly this nigga was the cameraman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You killed the guy that was telling y'all stories. So, um, yeah, I think that was smart on O'Shea to 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 leave that alone to delete that. I will say this. Moving forward, I hope cats understand like what you how his perception of it may be like, oh, that's that's not gossip type shit. Like that culture is something most people won't understand. And, and you know what I'm saying? So like if you're not of that culture, you wouldn't be kind of making fun of this shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like he's making it's almost like you made fun of it. And you could hear how how upset his mama was. And then you heard, you heard the, the daughters in the background. And you know niggas ain't too far away. You know what I'm saying? If you understand, we always complain about how much power and, and influence the woman has over the young men, right? So if that, if, 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 old, old, if old mama, OG mama, you know what I'm saying, would have been like, this nigga got, we need to get that, we need to get this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't think people like that can get next to you? Or you don't think people like that have enough influence themselves to to make you, you know what I'm saying? To make you want to rethink things, right? Okay, I'll say this. They gave academics a pass, but trust me, they ain't forgot them, them two niggas that got killed because of a story he put out. You know what I'm saying? So he, that's why he backed off the shit. He even said he will never do no more Chirac shit because it's too much. Even he got a he got a glimpse of that shit. He understood it's too much. It's too much shit going on. Way too much shit going on. You know. It wasn't worth it. It it wasn't worth to make the video. I I think. You know what I'm saying. But who am I to tell somebody? Hey man, you might want to pull that down because yo, this is not what these people ain't what you. You don't want to make fun of these people, right? Like there was no way to spin it in a positive light to make it look like you weren't making fun of those people. You know what I'm saying? She represents everything y'all claim black women are. She had the weave. She had a, a husky deep voice, right? She didn't have a man around. So every negative stereotype that you equate with black women and she has influence and sway over young men that will go out and, and bust a gun for her. And that that's a culture and a lifestyle that you don't want to be associated with. Right, it's a death culture, right? Y'all keep talking drill music is death culture. Why would you make a video about this shit? You know what I'm saying? Wasn't smart. That wasn't that wasn't 
that wasn't the move to make. So I'm glad he pulled that shit down. But uh, listen, <laughs> these young niggas, man, these young niggas have no fear. Do you understand? Like they have no fear. They don't. They they don't feel remorse. What's the saying go? It has no fear, no pity, no remorse, and it will not absolutely stop until you are dead. That whole spiel. Leave them young kids alone, man. Yeah. Yeah. That that getting killed opened a lot of people's eyes outside of that culture. Like, oh, they will take, you know what I'm saying? It's like the moment in American Me when La M.A. killed their own kind at, at the, on the weight bench. It's like, oh, shit. This is new levels of, of, of this. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I hopefully O'Shea learned a lesson when you want to kind of, you know, make light in certain issues. And I know he didn't have no malice in it, but I come that's that shit's still raw to to the to, to the people there. Like it's like he died yesterday. That that shit is not shit's still raw with a lot of people. So, um, yeah. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, I got rid of that. I got rid of that. Okay, okay. Uh, my next rant. Okay, let's talk Alex Jones uh, real quick. Okay, Alex Jones is probably everybody's favorite. I don't know what what do you want to call him? Whistleblower. Oh yeah, let me get let me get yeah 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 where you at yeah Ryan yeah 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 this is for all you Jada Kiss people, and I've had this discussion with with, my, with with Chris. Listen, listen, and I'm gonna say this shit. Jada Kiss is a monster. I think had Jay Z not put Beanie in front of him, I think Jada would have got and ate Jay's lunch. Without a doubt, I firmly believe. But that's how good Beanie Siegel was, okay? Let, let, now, now, let's just kind of walk this back a bit. When Jay was getting it, when Jada was getting that Jay, you know what I'm saying? He was touching him. He was touching him, touching him. He put Beanie in front to take the blows, right? And I personally think Beanie, Beans won between him and Jada. But it had it not been for Beans, Jada would have ate Jay's lunch all day, every day, period. Period. Still to this day, I think Jada will get Jay. Okay. But you got to give credit to Beans because Beans was just that good to kind of stop the tide. Right. Right. Okay. Lupe Fiasco. Because somebody asked me, you know, hey, what do you think about Lupe and Jay? Listen. I get it. J- 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 Listen, Jada's Jada's God tier. He I put Jada God tier. Listen, Lupe is God tier. Okay. I I would put Lupe over Jada. Without question. Okay. I believe I believe Lupe would wash Jada Kiss. I believe Lupe would wash maybe seven out of 10 of your favorite rappers. Okay. Lupe will wash niggas. Wash them. Okay. Wait, hold on, hold on.
there's not one bar 16 32 64 none there's nothing you can give me from jada i don't give a what song i don't give a what mixtape it was i don't give a who he wrote for there's nothing in jada's arsenal discography that you can give to me to convince me he would beat lupe i'm sorry okay lupe would murder jada kiss murder you understand me murder That's how, that's how good I, I I know Lupe is. You've never heard anybody go at Lupe. No one's ever said, you know what? I think I can take Lupe. Nobody wants that problem with Lupe. Lupe is a problem for anybody. Anybody. It's criminal how underrated he is. He's got listen. Lupe's got more hit. If you, shit. If you want to go versus Jada versus Lupe, Lupe's got more classic albums. Lupe has classic albums. Jada does does not. Lupe has hits by himself. Jada's hits come from features. Or being on somebody else's record, having help. Give me, give me a, a hit by Jada by himself. Don't say why that's not gonna cut it. Give me one mainstream help uh, hit by Jada by his fucking self, by himself, by himself. Okay, please don't have me pull up Food and Liquor and run down the, the list of hits off that first album. Please let's not do that. Okay. Matter of fact, that one album before um, his his contract was up with uh, with Warner Brothers. Do you know these motherfuckers went out to pick it in front of the label when Leo was in charge? His fans went to go protest in front of the in front of the building, demanding Leo let him out of the contract. Leo had to come downstairs and talk to the people. Do you understand? That's the effect that Lupe has. Okay, ain't no listen. Nobody was coming to. J- <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do, do y'all understand? <laughs> like, like Leo came down the stairs and had a bullhorn. It's like, yo, I'm trying to give y'all the album. They're like, drop the album now. Let him out of his contract. His fans did that. His fans did that. Lupe didn't do that shit. You didn't see Lupe throwing tables and chairs in a meeting at, at, at Lior. You never heard Lupe on Hot 97 cussing and fussing with Diddy and shit. Right? Okay then. But getting back to the, the bar for bar lyrics. Listen, I respect Jada. I think Jada is better than Jay-Z. But Lupe is and he and, and Lupe is intelligent. Ah. He's crafty, you know, with his rhyme schemes. Oh my, I, I'm sorry. There's nothing you could you can give me in, in Jada's 20 years of hip hop. You would never convince me he's better than Lupe. Lupe will eat this nigga's lunch every time, every time. Okay, so um, <laughs> that's my take on uh, that's my take on that. 
Uh, all right. Let's get into the ugly topic of the night. Let's get into it. Oh, no, no, no. Um, let's get back to Alex Jones. Okay. Alex Jones, right? This is the guy that everybody was like, oh, my God, he, he cracked the code and told all their business. This, Listen. He, this is the Bohemian Bohemian Grove guy, right? This is the guy that allegedly snuck into Bohemian Grove and took pictures of them burning a fake baby, of all the rich. Come on, man, stop. We know people that have been, that, that have disappeared for less. Okay? Listen, I'm not a fan of Alex Jones, nor am I a detractor. I just take him for what he is, but quit playing. We know a list of people that have disappeared for less. Okay, the Clintons have disappeared people for much, much less. You mean to tell me that this guy that snuck into the secret men's club of the elites and released this footage to the public for the world to see, and is no one's touched this dude? Are you fucking kidding me right now? But I'm, 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 ma- I'm laying out a point. So, Rissa Islam, Rissa Islam was on Alex Jones, right? That's like we knew, like even Joe Rogan. I don't take Joe Rogan serious, okay? Joe Rogan is controlled opposition. Let's not act like Joe Rogan has all this leeway for free speech and just does what the fuck he wants. Stop, okay? So, Rissa Islam, Mr. Pro Blackity Black, you know, just the same nigga that was bitching about Instagram. This is why I hate you pro black niggas because y'all are full of shit. So this is the same Riz Islam that we still, from what I understand, still fighting that Medicaid f- fraud charge that somehow mysteriously is, is not a charge anymore. Okay. Raised by Alfredi Johnson, one of the, you know, high-ranking Scientologists. Okay. This is the same Riz Islam that ran to the NOI for protection. Fine. This is the same nigga that was complaining that IG kicked him off the, the, that Suspended his account, right? Then he goes to some black social media site. What was it called? Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. When he, when IG kicked him off, he went to let me find it. It's called Melanated People Social. It's like a black Facebook. Okay, it's like a black Facebook. And he was there for a little bit. And as soon as IG restored his account, you still see that you still see the smoke. He left so quick. You can still see the fucking smoke. That's how quickly he ran back to IG. Okay. The white man's ice is always going to be colder. So all these goofball niggas, pro-black or not, that keep talking about we need our own shit. All you manosphere ass niggas that always talking about we need our own shit. You niggas shut the fuck up. Okay. The white man's ice is always going to be colder. Okay, you, you know, you know what will shut me up? Create your own fucking currency. How about that? Create some black man currency and you can only, you know, barter and, and trade with the black man's currency. Right. Right. That's how you get rid of the white man. Right. And, and his, his monopoly on on everything. Right. You hate fiat currency. Right. You hate fiat currency so much. You still use your shit. Right. Remember. Remember Teen Titans episode when they say we're not going to use money. Right, Beast Boy said, I'm not gonna use money, I'm gonna create my own currency. This nigga started using bees for currency. I shit you not. Teen Titans Go episode, right? 
He said, I'm not going to use, I'm not going to use regular money. I'm going to use bees for my currency. Everybody's looking at him like, how's that going to work? Everyone, we all use money. He's like, nope, it's going to work. I'm going to use bees for my currency. And then like the queen bee was like worth 50 or a dollar. And then the little bees were like worth 25 cents or 10 cents. He was doing all his shit and his currency was in bees, right? He had, he had the plug for everything. And the only way you could buy shit from, from Beach Boy, you had to have the B currency. So Robin and, and Starfire and Cyborg went to go find some fucking bees. They, they kept getting stung and shit just so they can do business with Beast Boy. And they was, they was using bees for currency. Okay? <laughs> right. Robin was broken. <laughs> hey, somebody had a queen bee and, and exchanged it for some and, and it got changed back. He got two bees back and, and changed. What I'm saying is the white man's ice is always going to be colder. So Rissa Islam was on Alex Jones. I don't give a fuck what they talk about. Doesn't matter to me. Doesn't matter. Okay. Now I guarantee Rissa Islam would never fix his mouth to charge Alex Jones for him to be on the show. Do you understand? But I guarantee goddamn T if you want Rissa on your shit, he going to charge you some money. How does that work? You won't charge the white man, but you'll charge the black man, the brother man, right? Okay, man, Beast Boy, listen, people sleep on Beast Boy. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> wait, wait, so he was on, he was on Alex Jones. I don't give a fuck about, about what they talked about. It don't, it don't, doesn't matter to me. The narrative is, and they oh, and black folk always reaffirm this shit. White man's ice is always going to be colder. Lord Jamar, another one. He got kicked off IG for a hot minute. And as soon as they let his shit back on, where he phew, you still see this, you can still see this the, the dust. So quick to run back to fucking IG, right? And so guess who else is going to be on Alex Jones? Angela Stanton King. Ms. Controlled Opposition herself. Okay? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, listen, I, I don't see how... Not that I, I have nothing personal against Professor Islam. I just think I just I know he's full of shit. Look, you can look at him and tell he's full of shit. I don't give a fuck how well he speaks. I don't give a fuck how tall he is. I don't give a fuck about his affiliations. Nick, Nick, at the end of the day, you're controlled just like everybody else. Because when a white man say get the fuck out of here, take you and your black national powers, take your black your black power ass on the fuck else somewhere else, right? Right? Because when he got kicked off, he was all on that black melanated social site every motherfucking day. Yeah, black people, the vaccines and this, don't take the vaccines. Da, 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 da. Nigga, as soon as his IG was back in good standing. <laughs> so, I'm going to be petty for a hot minute. So, so Cindy was like, yo, reach out to him and see if we can get him on a, uh, 
on a on a live stream, right? On the on the on the on the platform on the wake up. I told Cindy, I said, I bet you, I bet he charges. I guarantee he'll charge. Stay tuned. I'm spilling family business, but fuck it. You know what I'm saying? But this is how niggas do. Right? I Umar charged her 30 grand at one point when he agreed to do it for five grand. This would be like a couple years ago, Cindy working on her documentary, she's like, he had initially agreed to five grand to charge a five grand. And then all of a sudden the shit went up to 30 grand. This is black people, people. This is black people. Doesn't matter if they're black man or black woman. The grift is real. You will never, they will never fix their faces and mouths to do the shit to white folk. They would never grift white people like this. Never. You grift your own. You grift your own. All right. Now, here's a topic that everyone's been talking about. I'm going to give my points on it. You may disagree, but society says otherwise. Now, in regards to Dr. Dre's grown-ass daughter, and in regards to Bernie Mac's grown-ass daughter, okay? So I'm going to tell a little story. So I said this, this story before. Like, I remember, what is she? So I, I, Minnie Me was like 10, 10 or 11. I told Minnie Me, I said, you know, I said, Minnie Me, I said, you can always, like, you don't ever have to leave the house. You can always stay with dad. I don't care how old you get. And I said, I said, you know, at some point, though, you're going to want to leave and go out on your own and want your own stuff. She's like, no, dad, I'll never leave you. <laughs> right. She was, she was she was getting upset at the fact that I'm saying this. I was like, no, it's OK. When you get older, you're going to want to have your own stuff. And you want you to have no dad. No, don't say that. I'll never leave you. <laughs> right. So. I, I, I am prepared to always have, you know, many me in the house with me. I don't give a fuck if she's 30 years old, 40 years old. It doesn't matter to me. Right. I'm that, I'm that dad. Right. She can always, she'll always have a place. She, you know what I'm saying? And, um, <laughs> and my parents are the same way with us. You know, I know it's crazy, but our parents are those parents like, you know, if shit goes left, you can always come back home and restart your batteries or your whatever. You know what I'm saying? Our parents have never kicked us out and say, okay, they, you're grown now, you're on your own. Like they have always, the doors have always been open to come back. As long as we were, had a plan or a mission or we were doing something constructive, you know what I'm saying? Like we just, not to come back and lounge around, but our parents always left the door open to come back home. Always. No matter how how old we ever we ever got. Right? Listening to and reading what Dre's daughter and then Bernie Mac's daughter was saying about their fathers. And when I tell women, and they still want to argue me with this shit, like I tell women, listen, dads, fathers are just mules. We're oxen. Okay. We are the light switch. We're only good. When you need us for something, turn on, turn off. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost like you're not regarded as human, right? 
Fathers are not allowed to have a bad day. They're not allowed to, you, you, you know, whatever the case may be, right? So if I say, if I ask everybody, hey, are men and women human? You'd be like, yes. So if men and women are humans, do humans not sometimes have mental breaks or they lash out or they get angry or upset, right? You say this for women and then I say, well, what about men? Then there's always this pause. Like, what the fuck you mean? Where's, why are you pausing? Are men not human too? Right? But in most people's programming, mainly women, somehow men are not seen as human. Right? <laughs> and when I tell women, I say, you know what? That's cool. You're a daddy's girl. But had daddy stopped providing for you, you wouldn't have the, you wouldn't have this adoration for him like the way you, you have for him. You know what I'm saying? Let daddy have a couple bad years of not providing for you. Shit's going to look, you're going to look at him a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? So this is why when I, I hear women say this shit, it's almost like a slap in the face. Like, it's like, look, bitch, quit playing. Okay? Don't play with me. Like, don't act like the moment... A man you you hold and that that you benefit from the moment you're not you're no longer benefiting from him, you're gonna look at him different. Like stop the dumb shit. Like you 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 I hate when, when women try to like oh no, not me. I'm daddy's girl. Be shut the fuck up. Because the moment daddy daddy said, you know what, no more. So when dads say no more, y'all see how people tend to treat the dads. Okay, you see, you you see how much respect you have for dad. Then, you know what I'm saying. Um. So, when we say, okay, are women children, right? Because you know this whole talking point of are women children. I say yes. Hear me out, right? Now, women are gonna be like, what the fuck you talking about? Slap what the fuck you talking about? I'm I'm saying this. <laughs> yo, I, yo, I, I listen, listen. Why do women act like they don't understand how women are? That's what kills me. Like y'all act like y'all don't know how women are, right? So, um, <laughs> it is. It, it's not like with boys and their dads, right? See, boys, sons understand at a certain age, for the most part, dad's not going to help you. You understand? Like sons grow up knowing, okay, I'm, I'm 15, I'm 16, I'm 17, I'm 18. You know what I'm saying? Like sons grow up understanding at some point, dad's not going to help me the way I need, I would like for him to do so. Right. But with girls and daughters, it's almost um, a societal norm to always continue to take care of daughters, even well into their 30s, 40s and 50s. Let's stop playing dumb. Don't play dumb with me tonight. OK. Now, it's all good, bro. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. So let's stop playing dumb and not act like we as a, as a society groom. And you teach 
the sons, at some point, I'm not going to help you. I'll give you advice, but I'm not going to coddle you and take care of you and always fund, help fund you. Sons understand this shit. Daughters have always been groomed and prepped that as long as, you know, daddy's little girl, daddy will always take care of you no matter what, period. Even into the 30s, 40s, 50s, okay? So now what you have here is a classic case of muleism, right? When the mule says, I'm not going to carry, keep carrying this fucking load on my back, I'm tired. Or, I, you know what, you can do this on your own, right? You see how quick um, the daughters are to dis disrespect these men that, that they have no idea what they have gone through and suffered and endured to ensure you a lifestyle of leisure and non-worry. And you, you raggedy bitches, that, that, and you go out here and disrespect this fucking man in public for the world to see, right? Venus and Serena come to mind. Tennis is one of the most racist sports, period. Right, and I, I guarantee when this movie comes out, no one's gonna go see it. And if you do go see it, you're gonna critique what the daddy did and how he raised his daughters, as opposed to look what he accomplished because of because they had a dad. Right, you already see the narrative already starting to shift. They already clowning Will Smith. The one bitch Amanda Seals talking about why the fuck ain't ain't he a Haitian or ain't can they find a Haitian actor to play him? Bitch, it's Will fucking Smith. If he wants to play this motherfucking man, goddammit, let him play the man. But you already see the open disdain that they have for men, period, right? So it goes from, I, I can guarantee, once this movie comes out, they're going to say, damn, he did that to his daughters? He was that hard on them? Like, bitch, um, it's because he was hard on them, two of the greatest to ever play the fucking game, Okay. Women are like children because the moment you have to whoop your child, right? Or the moment you don't give your child what the fuck it wants, when it wants it, the child looks at you, gets all quiet, starts saying shit to themselves. Man, if I could whoop your ass, I would, old man, old lady. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I've never seen any other ethnicity, ethnicity of fathers go through this shit except black american fathers black american fathers are just so disrespected openly disrespected in front of the world to see and it, it, it i you know what i can't I, I you know what wow i don't even know what, how, how i want to say this at this point i don't want to say this let's let's see what bernie Mac's daughter said real quick hold up let's hold up let's just Let's just play around. Bernie Mac daughter. Now, this man has been dead. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. On top of that, this man has sarcoidosis. Okay? Y'all watch Bernie Mac face get swollen on camera. This nigga still went to work in pain. Right? We watch Bernie Mac sarcoidosis as, as a painful condition. We watch this man, his face swell up. In those last, that last season of Bernie Mac, this man still went to work shooting 12, 16 hour days on a TV sitcom to generate monies to take care of this raggedy bitch. 
And how does this bitch repay him? Hmm. Hmm. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Let's get into it. All right. Bernie Mac's daughter recalls his aggressive parenting. His celebrity didn't exempt him from making mortal mistakes and says they made amends before he passed. This man's been dead 13 years. Just days before the 13th anniversary of Bernie Mac's death, his only daughter, Janice McCullough, shared what it was like growing up with the comedian as her father. She said... I think it's important to discuss so people can understand he was a mere mortal and his celebrity his, and, and his celebrity didn't exempt him from making and growing from mere moral mistakes. So your, your first shot is to reduce him to mere mortal stat. Listen, I, I get it. My daddy's mortal. I'm not going to tell you that. Okay. I'm still, I'm still the kid that be like, my daddy can beat up your daddy. I'm still to this day, I'm that, I'm, I'm that way. Okay, you can't tell me shit about my daddy. Okay, all right. I don't give a fuck if my daddy had ten wives and twenty other fucking kids. You can't tell me shit bad about my daddy. All right, I will fuck you up. Fuck moms. Okay, I will fuck you up over my dad. Okay. So let's get, let's just continue. This bitch keeps. This bitch continues. Uh, she added that his iron fist parenting, including rage and frustration that she later realized made her walk on eggshells in her marriage. Uh, okay. If he was happy, we were happy. She recalled the Kings of comedy star calling her weak and soft and said he frequently chastised her for not fighting back at school. Okay. Now let me speak to that part. Now I remember Minnie me had got got on a fight, got into a fight, her first fight. And I told Minnie me, I said, look, whatever whenever next time you get in a fight, you you in so many words, you better beat that bitch ass. Okay. Cause, it, Cause if not, you got you're gonna have to face me. I told my daughter this. My daughter knows whatever fight you get into, you you better do everything in your in your God given powers to to you know to end the fight, or you will have to deal with me. Boy or girl doesn't matter. So I told my daughter this exact same thing. All right. So let's continue. Uh, she said, fortunately, she went on to say that they came to resolution before he passed on August 9th, 2008. He was 50 years old. He was only 50, y'all. I got it. I'm 46. Are you fucking kidding me, nigga? I'm 46. This man died at 50. He apologized for his past aggressive ways and began to provide her with the physical affection she always wanted. She explained that he always said he wouldn't live past 50. She added she believed, whether she believes Bernie Mac, who died of complications from pneumonia, made things right because he knew he would pass soon. She says he might have known on some level. Look at this bitch. Janice McCullough, who proudly goes by Bernie's daughter on Instagram. Wow. How disingenuous can you fucking be? This is a raggedy bitch. Hey, hey, how did how the homie say it in uh waiting to exhale? You raggedy bitch. 
She says, I was complete. Thankfully, I can honestly say my father gave me complete closure and peace of mind by the time he passed. Wait a minute. You mean to tell me this man is dying at a young age and it was more important for you to feel better as opposed to him feeling better? Um, so my thing is this I hate women get mad when they're compared to children but society says you guys are like children okay because for some odd reason society says we must continue to take care of you well into your 30s, 40s, and 50s. Now, I'm sure there's some parent, some father that, that don't mind. I would be one of them. But you, there's no way you could, you're could you going to go against me or talk crazy to me and not expect. To, you know what I'm saying? Listen, white folk disown their kids every fucking day. Every day, some white kids getting written out of the fucking will. You understand? Do y'all watch these TV shows? Did y'all Did y'all see the movie Knives Out? Did y'all see the movie with Knives Out? Excellent, excellent movie. Okay? Friday. Thank you, sis. Friday, Friday. Y'all watch out for Friday. Have y'all seen the movie Knives Out? Let me explain Knives Out real quick. The patriarch was, he faked, well, he he had his, he had his, his, um, his nurse assistant. Like, he was closer to this, to this young lady than he was his entire family. He ran a public publication all his kids wanted was him t- to die so they can fight over the fucking money this had this had chris evans the key stanfield craig daniel jamie lee curtis everybody everybody's in this fucking movie knife out it's a great movie it was a murder mystery whodunit right come to find out the daddy had his young assistant purposely over medicate him killing him so he could see so he can and watch the kids somehow play out their positions and he ended up giving the entire company to his assistant because she was the only one that gave a fuck about him. So at the end of the movie, you see all the family had to move out of the fucking house, the big ass house, and the assistant got everything. Everything. Okay. Every day, some white kid is getting written out of the fucking will. What's the problem? What's the problem? Kids get 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 disowned every day. Okay, let, let me be petty one more time. So I have mini me, right? I have mini me, and let's say I have this one here. I pay child support for. So when I die, who do you think is going to get everything? Dumb question. So when I die. Which child do you think is going to get everything? Matter of fact, I'm going to be generous. I'm going to leave a dollar to this motherfucker over here. Now, it's not your fault. I'm not mad at you, but because of the actions of your mama made you a casualty of war. So I'm leaving you this dollar to explain why you're getting this dollar. While Minimi gets every goddamn thing. Okay? Now, what Minimi does with this shit, if she squanders this shit, 
I mean, you know, it is what it is. But I, I'm, I'm leaving the child that I, I, I have a hand in, in, in shaping and molding. Why do I leave my good heart fortune, whatever that is, to some child that I had nothing to do with, either directly or indirectly? Okay. So my thing is, you know, you, it, it, child support is that important. I, I got you. I got you. One dollar. Shout out to Ridge. One dollar, two dollar, three dollar. You're going to get, I'm going to leave you one fucking dollar. Why wouldn't I? Okay. So um, that's how I do my things. I, I don't see they go carry. See, Carrie, Lord, Carrie, I'm sure it, it was in the past life, operate, she was an operator of the, the Iron Maiden. I'm sure Carrie in the past life was the one that would dip you in boiling oil. Okay. I'm sure in the past life, Carrie was chopping off niggas' heads. Okay. No, no, I got it. Let me do it. You take the day off. <laughs> I'm sure in the past life, Carrie was a hangman. She was the first hangwoman in some old Western town. <laughs> Wait. And so with Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre's daughter is receiving overwhelming support. Okay. The consensus is the majority of people say that Dr. Dre is in the wrong for not doing what he's supposed to do. What is he supposed to do? You understand? Like, how raggedy could you fucking be? And then the whole he's never he's never he's never met his grandkids. Listen, I didn't know grandparents were legally responsible for grandchildren. Now it could be a moral issue. That's a moral issue, okay? Right. So you mean to tell me if I have Let's say I had two kids, right? I have the, my oldest, right? And I got this one. Now, could I make, and my grand, and my parents say, you know what? Listen, we're going to fuck with this one right here because we see her every day and we, we, we have a hand in shaping and molding her and we have direct influence with this one every day. That one, not so much. We don't know who this one is. We don't know what the, what the, what the mindset is. Okay. I can't make my parents say, hey, mom, dad, listen, I got two kids. I need y'all. To treat this one just like you would this one. I, if you knew my parents, I, I, I can't tell them shit. Okay. Um, I can't tell my parents who to give their time and energy and money to. Okay. Right. So if my parents say, you know what? Listen, son, we love you and we accept you and all your flaws and shit. We're going to fuck with this one here. That one. We don't, hey, we, you know what I'm saying? No disrespect, but we just gonna, I can't be mad at that. I can't be mad at that. Those are my parents. They don't owe anything. They don't have to do what they do for me now. Right? They're not legally bound to some fucking contract to be like, yo, um, you know, grandparents will to help chime in. You know what I'm saying? Now, don't get me wrong. I, I be, I be, I finesse my parents. I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, mom, dad, I'm like, dad. Yo, yo, mini me needs um, <laughs> mini me needs that. You know what I'm saying? Like this, cause the grandparents, whatever. But I cannot, I cannot shame my parents into taking care of children they don't want to be bothered with. They've lived their lives. They raised us. They should be enjoying their golden years, stress free, not being 
shamed and sullied into something they don't want to do. Right? Could you? That's like meaning me coming to me like that. I need you to take care of your grandchildren. What? You, what do you mean you need me to do? What? No, no, no. That's not how that works. Now, and I'm saying this because, listen, I know the old grandparents take on everybody's child. I get it. I know some of y'all got some of the big mamas taking the strays and the homeless and all. Listen, my mama ain't about to do all. I'm sorry. My mama ain't built like that. Okay. My mama is not big mama. My mama be like, look, I don't know you. I don't like you. Get the fuck from around here. Okay. And then my mama gonna get mad at me for bringing them, bringing them around her. Okay. My dad's even worse. Okay. There's no way I could shame my parents into helping me raise grandkids. That that's 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 on them. Now you can say, well, that's fucked up morally. Fine, whatever. Take it up with them, and they're gonna tell you the same fucking thing with more curse words. All right. So getting back to uh to Dre's daughter, overwhelming support. Against Dre, saying Dre should do this, Dre should do that. Okay, so society is telling us that women are children, and that we must treat them and take care of them like children because children don't make the best decisions. Children have to constantly be looked over and after. Children can't be left to their own devices for too long. Uh, children make messes we have to clean up. Children need guardians. Children need spokespersons, okay? So when I hear men say this, understand where it's coming from because society tells us that women are like children and need to be cared for like children. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, um, I, like I said, I've never seen such open disrespect to black fathers I would tell any young man, don't fucking do it. It ain't it. The rewards you, that you get out of it now aren't worth it. Is this? This is not. And you know, um, I'm all for black families and shit and all that. Oh, you know that nice shit. I like seeing, you know, black folk with their black ass children. I would tell any young man that has that has that doesn't have kids, it's not fucking worth it. Matter of fact, if you see a bitch with a kid, fuck her too. So. Um, it's not worth it. It's not. I, I'm not old enough to be so ingrained that I would ride with that message. I'm old enough to see it's fucked up. Shit ain't right. Shit ain't fair. It, it, it ain't worth it. It's not worth it. Especially with the, the climate the way it is now. Black fathers get no fucking respect. None. None. So, I mean, if you're going to have kids, I don't even know what to tell you. Adopt, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, it's, just, it's just not worth it for, for young men to. So if that means, you know, population decline in the black. Fuck it. So, so be it. Because the, there is, there, there's no reward in it. Because the moment you stop being a man and doing what men are supposed to do, they'll turn on you. And, and they'll shame you and belittle you. And even in, in death, they talk bad about you. Okay? I will never tell the public my daddy was mortal. Man, fuck, my daddy was goddamn Zeus, whoever the fuck you need to be. Poseidon, uh, Mars, Ares, whoever the fuck you need to be at that time. Goddamn Heru, um, uh, Set. I don't give a fuck. 
whoever my daddy need to be. You know, I would never. My daddy was a mere mortal. The fuck, bitch. This man is dead. Dead. You know. So no, I I I don't think Dre's gonna lose sleep over this. I don't. I hope he doesn't cave into into societal pressures into to taking care of this woman once again. Once again, women are not being held accountable for shit. And it's a broken and and old narrative. But every every one now and again, you're reminded of how women are not being held accountable for shit. <sighs> I think that's it for my rant. Is that it? Is there anything else? Assistant. Is there anything else? Hey, is the food ready? Hey, I have All right, my bad shit. All right. All right. Okay. Okay, I, I think I got everything. Okay. I'm going to get out of here. I bet I'm going to run Dangerville shit. I guess no respect for my dog. Man, listen. I refuse, like I said, and I and, and women don't like when I say this, but listen, if you and that child don't want to give me act right, I can go over, I can go make a whole new goddamn family. I'm just saying that's an, that's an option I have. It's an ugly option. I don't like to do it, but I will. Somebody, somebody will comply. Somebody, you know, will will reap the benefits. Uh, of my hard work and labor and um i invite all the little fuck the little bastards to my funeral and to the reading of the will so i can all give them a dollar a piece and many of me be like Psh. you know what i'm saying Minnie, what you looking at me like that for oh many of me gonna be looking at them them her siblings like the fuck suck to be y'all <laughs> you stupid as <laughs> Wait, my dad wasn't. Eee. So I, I have a question for everybody that has that has issues with their father's past issues. Did y'all ever get this side of the story? Yeah, hun. Um, yeah, everything's on Patreon. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Either go to the main channel, right? Because I I've I've taken nothing down. Um. But either Patreon or like the main channel, depending on what you're looking for, which topic. So, um, but I, I'm curious, for those that have issues with their fathers, have y'all sat down and gotten his side of the story? I'm just asking. I think you owe it to yourself to get his side of the story. Yeah, you mad late, son. You mad late. You tardy. Okay. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. That's what's up over the phone. Jeez. Well, okay. Wasn't expecting all that. Um. Okay. 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 For those that have yet to do so, are you guys willing to do so? 
should be using big ass words. Trey's daughter turned into an emotional incendiary. That's deep. I like that. Okay. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Difficult having a conversation with my father, but I understand his perspective more than my younger siblings. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Okay, that's what's up. I love my pops. Never had issues with him since I grew up and and to learn my mom lied about him. Ooh, shit. I'm sorry that happened, bro. I did with mine. I love moms and all, but once my dad told side of things, I learned that my exact. Yeah, see? Yeah, 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 yeah. In a heartbeat. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Listen, yeah, you know fathers are, are, are infallible. You know, nobody's perfect. But I think, you know, you still owe it to yourself to just to, to hear his side of things, man, because, you know, how how is it we all go through life saying, well, there's three sides to every story, right? Or two sides of every story. And yet for years, you have only gotten one side of it, you know? So, I, you know, I think it would help with a lot of people moving forward. You never know. Uh, let me see. Friday says, luckily I understood both of my parents were people. So that's why my mom never bashed. I was close to my dad. Okay. Uh, I didn't want to harbor all the anger. I see what that does to a person besides my mom never spoke to my father. See, yeah. So it all pretty much circles around the mother. The mother sets the tone. I firmly believe. I believe the mother sets the tone. I think my mom was too wild for any man. She'd be trying to fight me somehow. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Mommy, mom's got spicy blood in her. She's got that spice. I used to have that word in my vocabulary. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Closure. Yes. Yes. Yeah, y'all. Don't don't let that. Don't let don't let the old man pass without y'all getting this they side of the story, man. I think you owe it to yourselves, you know. But I'm not a therapist. So um, with that being said, I'm gonna get out of here. Do me a favor, guys, hit the like button on your way out. As I uh Read the, the comments or the, the, the spiel. Find me on uh, www.onawakeradio.com 24-7-365. Replays can always found on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Anchor. Shout out to my producer, Cindy Ashby. Let me see. My mom never talked bad about my father. My father never talked bad about my mom. Yeah, that's how, how it should be. How it should be. Bro, do it, man. Do it. If it's in your heart to do so, it's there for a reason. Because I'm telling you what's going to happen. Because you know, you, you, we, we hear all the stories. We all know friends who the daddy died and the, the, that, that person never got the closure they wanted, never got to talk to their father. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be that another story like that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, she got that spicy blood. All right, so I'm going to get out of here. Y'all have a good night. Thank you for your time and energy. Uh, thanks for all the new members, super chats, and uh, everything. So y'all have a good one. Peace. Bring my food. B, bring my food. I'm hungry. Bring my food. I said, bring food. I said, bring food. I said, bring Bring food. I'm hungry. I can eat some food. Look it up. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Dian. Cindy Ashley. On the wake up.
Now search in the search bar for OTW2, which is the page we're going to subscribe to. Click subscribe, click add as friend, as well as click where the videos are. Click on a video to view, like that video, as well as comment. And your exercise is done. Thank you for your support.